Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith, and with me, as always, co-host, Kate Eingorn. Hello. And our whiteboard professional, Matt Bailey. Thank you. I appreciate the title. <laughs> oh, you like that one? Yeah. Kind of nervous of what where it was gonna go. <laughs> White but came out first. <laughs> yeah. <and Okay. laughs> well, it's a little inside baseball. We had a conversation about how Bailey's kind of changing the game for himself. Just got a whiteboard to uh, whiteboard organize cal- his priorities. I'm on top of my shit. Yeah. He got a whiteboard calendar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be on top of your shit. Right, yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, well, welcome back, guys. How was your week? <laughs> um, it what? was long. You've never asked us that yeah. question, so Uh-oh. I'm like very I've thrown never, off. You're really throwing us off. Right, I'm just saying, if keeping you guys on your toes. It was good. I saw uh, 1917. Ooh, yeah. How was it? <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked it a lot. It was intense. Mm. Damn. The one shot? Yeah. Is I mean, w- not really, but yeah. Wait, Th- why do you say not really? like cut to black and then opens up again where you can uh, obviously... Gotcha. It's, it's cool mm-hmm. the way they do it, but it's obviously not one shot. So it's not... Well, I don't think any of those. Yeah. Like Birdman wasn't one shot. Yeah. But is it like Birdman that it's just continuously... Yo, it doesn't feel like Birdman did. Like Birdman kind of like... Didn't make me feel sick at times, but like... I it, know what you mean. It felt more natural. Because Birdman's from like one perspective. It almost yeah. feels like someone's holding the camera like gorilla style mm-hmm. shooting yeah. it. Birdman so. also has that like jazz music, the mm-hmm. drums yeah. and stuff that kind of gets Honestly, you 1917, it didn't even like, you're so like into it that it doesn't really register that. Ah, uh, I see. It's not your like top priority. Yeah. Gotcha. For sure. Cool. Kate, how are you doing? Fine. My <laughs> week was, uh, let's not talk about it. All right. Yo. Saw another movie as well. Uh, did I was did I did say? Did you see did Little Women again? No, I wish I saw Bad Boys for Life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was is it. Is that what the movie's called? Bad yeah. Boys for Life. And I saw it in uh, 4D or it was like 7D or something. 7D. <laughs> yeah. Or seven. Seven dash D. D. Seven. There's seven D's. Okay. <laughs> like mm. one of the D's is like tickling. <laughs> One of the D's is, so, Ew, yo, it honestly, tickling. yeah, in the King of Prussia movie theater, there's a 7D. Wait, 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 sorry. <laughs> there's uh, Yo, tickling? do you want me to name all the D's? <laughs> tickling, tickling. Tickling's the one that stands out to me the breath. most. Breath, is there hot breath? There's water going along, going on, um, so a lot of shaking. I'm sorry, I just can't get over the tickling part, so like, were th- was there a scene in the movie where they were not tickling each other? Not this specific movie, but... Um, it's probably for your Fifty Shades of Grey, right? Or like the Tickled documentary. About the <laughs> um, but yo, it, it it felt like I was in like... Uh, like oh, there's a lot of like driving scenes. So mm-hmm. like... A lot of rumbling. A lot of rumbling. A lot of like How about splashing. S- like How about smells? Not that many smells. There was smoke going on. Like it was... It definitely i'll probably never do it again mm. but it was interesting that's cool and for like a kid i feel like it'd be yeah. a lot of fun it's like a bug's life in disney yeah exactly that's cool i, I remember um the rugrats movie 
Oh, yes. And had the scratch and sniff. Oh, no. Wait, I don't remember that. <laughs> I know the Rugrats when they're Even in they Paris or Burger something. King and they, or McDonald's, one of the two, and they gave out these cards that were scratch and sniff, so you took it to the theater. And then oh. Like, oh. oh. I think I do I know do what you're talking that. about. Yeah, bring that back. That's bring kind of a cool back. idea. Yeah, I love it. Damn, someone find a picture of that card and tweet it at yeah, us. That would be sick. I, for some, I said yes to the Rugrats movie. I just thought of the... You were just Rugrats. so excited to hear about it. Well, that and the Passover episode. Mm-hmm. I always sent that. So that's <laughs> we talked about that recently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> um, cool. Cool. Uh, by the way, that's our ghost in the studio mm-hmm. talking, if you don't recognize that voice. Um, but before we dive into the ghost, episode 116. Mm-hmm. Um, in 116 BC, uh, we had a big death. Pliny. Cleopatra. Oh. 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 Interesting. Oh. <laughs> doesn't oh. We were just relieved it wasn't the other Pliny. Oh, uh, no, no. That other Pliny's rolling for a couple more years, I would say. But yeah, Cleopatra died in 116 BC. Nothing else of note really happened. Um, in 116 AD, there was a Jewish uprising against Rome. Oh, shit. Mm. Kate. The oppressed fighting back, you know? But... It failed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also classic. <laughs> um, oh. We're just constantly being oppressed. Yeah. And besides that, there's just a lot of conflict going on in the Roman Empire. I don't know. It's like a time of unrest there. But unrest. Yeah. But besides that, not much going on in 116. Sounds like a lot happened in 116. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't not sound much like going not on. much. Sounds like a lot. Well, nothing One of the most famous reason. figures of all time dies. Yeah. It was an uprising. Yeah, but that's all I have. For BC and AD? Yeah. Well, BC was Cleopatra. Uh, right? Yeah, and then AD was Jewish gotcha, uprising. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so in the world of 116, it is a group of Christian rappers from Dallas. I think it's a Bible reference. It's the atomic number of Livermorium. Mm-hmm. It's the number of years in the Hundred Years' War. <laughs> Love it. That checks out. <laughs> um, it's the fire emergency number for this country. Canada. 116? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, shit. It's probably <laughs> Paraguay. Does the ghost want to guess? Greece? Mm-hmm. Uh, Peru. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I was close. close. <laughs> Um, it's the record number of wins in a single season in the MLB by two different teams, the Cubs in 1906 and the Mariners in 2001. Mm. Those are uh, Ichiro. Nice. 116. Not bad. Not bad. Um, cool. So couple orders of business, but since it's 2020, there's a ghost in the studio. I want to introduce that ghost. Um, a film friend's first. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't have an expert title because it's her first time in the studio, but I'm fairly certain by the end of the episode she will have several expert titles. Ooh. It's our good friend, Kate Concannon. Hello. Welcome. It's Welcome. Me. <laughs> 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 Boo. Boo. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for coming on, Kate. 
Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if you don't mind, we're just going to do a little business. As you can see, we did mm-hmm. some business at the top, but I wanted to get you in on the conversation. Um, we do have a review this week. Um, as promised, when you review our podcast, whether it's good or bad, we'll give you a little shout out. Um, so and this a, week. And a minute. Oh, a minute yeah, of airtime. Air yeah. yeah. Give that them a minute. Sweet, sweet airtime. <laughs> um, so this one comes in from Little Jam Hands. Uh, five star rating. The best. Can't recommend this pod more. So fun and lighthearted. Found some great re- great movies because of their reviews. Longtime hater. Heart emoji, heart emoji. I feel like I'm on the circle. <laughs> Ooh, heart emoji. Send. Send. <laughs> um, but yeah, Little Jam Hands. Yeah. First off. Love the name. I do too. What do you think it means? It means that they have mm-hmm. little hands that they get jam on. Oh, oh. like okay. Or I was going music route. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah. I, oh yeah. I, I like went to think that they love PB and J's. Yeah, and they just they just stick their hands in the jam. <laughs> yeah. I went more that route. Like maybe their hands are really good at like mm-hmm. opening jam jars. <laughs> I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, I just imagine like their thing is just. <laughs> their hands are just in uh like uh jars of jam like, yeah, and like smuckers so, jelly i'm sorry you're gonna come at mine <laughs> well now that we went that route i just in my yeah. mind they're just little hands just in jars and they're just walking around <laughs> I like they never it. remove them no I like it. um but yeah thank you little yeah, jam thank hands. you it was a nice review thank you for being a hater what kind of jam do you think they prefer Ooh, mm. black raspberry seedless Ooh. Yeah, I hope grape. Ew, yeah. strawberry. You, strawberry. Oh, strawberry. you hope grape? I'm a grape guy. I hate grape jelly. Grape head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what are you? Um, apple. Yo, I feel that. What? A freak. <laughs> I'm very much... Um, that would be probably really good with peanut butter. That would probably be yeah, amazing. That's true. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> are you a jelly or a jam guy? Do you know the difference? Yo, here's the thing. I just thought apple would be weird. I've never actually had <laughs> Yo, it's, it. It, it exists. So you're a <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I'm down with all sorts of jellies. I don't think I, I think I'd be, yeah. I don't think I've had one I didn't like. I did. It's called grape. Ooh. Really? I Man, really don't so like grape. grape. Wow. Yeah, I don't know if I like strawberry too much. No offense. I like They're strawberry definitely. jam, not jelly. Oh, okay. What's the difference? <laughs> Yo, I can tell you the difference. <laughs> Yeah, let's hear it. Let's so hear it. So jelly is just made from juice. Mm-hmm. Jam is made with parts of fruit and juice. Mm-hmm. And then so with pulp. Pretty Seeds, much. Yeah. And then the other one is compote, which is just full mm-hmm. fruit. Ta-da. So jam's the real deal. Jam's like the consistency of like a fruit and jelly. So it's like that so nice It's, it's the real deal. Yeah, yeah, sure. It's the real deal. <laughs> Okay. Well, little jam hands, thank you for <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the review. And if you want to follow up and let us know what your favorite flavor of jam or jelly is, yeah, mm-hmm. um, we'd appreciate that. But we appreciate the love. Thanks for being a long time. Also, hater. let us know how small your hands are. <laughs> That's optional. Little, <laughs> little jam hands. How do you measure a hand? With your heart. You can put it next to a can of jam. Go and take and send a, a picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, love it. Take a picture with your hands in the jars of jam. <laughs> or it didn't happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> love it. 
That, yeah, please yeah, do. Yeah, please do that. <laughs> um, you know our email. You know our Twitter. Um, but yeah, thanks for reviewing us. Um, and uh, yeah, and also just one more reminder. We're on Spotify now. Yo, how do we? How do you find us on Spotify? Uh, you got. <laughs> you put in film friends and then your favorite film friend. And yeah, hope that we've done it. them. <laughs> and hope we've reviewed them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it'll come up. At or that you point. go to our uh, Instagram bio. We're there too. Oh, we yeah, have a link right to bio. That, yeah. yeah. Oh fuck. Um, yeah. But you guys asked for it. We <laughs> gave it to you. Um, we're on Spotify, and we're hoping hoping to be at the top of the charts by the end of the month. Yeah, maybe. at least. Yeah. Um, and it is. Yeah, we have like four or five more days. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. That's enough time. Um, cool. So back to our guest of honor, Kate. Um, now, I have a question. We usually throw you in the hot seat at okay. the end of the episode, but I'm just kind of curious. Uh, what is your like relationship with movies? Are you a big movie person? Do you go to the movies a lot? Do you love movies? Do you, do you hate, hate them? movies? <laughs> um, definitely like movies. I haven't gone to the movies that much, mm-hmm. probably in the past few years, because I feel like it's definitely it's pricey. a time commitment. Yeah, and for sure. Now so costly. <laughs> um, but definitely use HBO, Netflix, mm. Hulu, like the whole oh, shebang. But I've sure. been really into TV. Yeah, mm-hmm. feel ya. We hate that, but we respect yeah. it. But this, I feel like this year I saw a few new movies. Nice. Yeah. Do you have any, because it's like the top of the year, we like to ask, like, what were your favorites from last year? Were there any that you really liked from last year? I really liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ooh, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Um, Great. Yeah. Possibly, the more I think about it, we kind of have been going over the Oscars the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. The more I think about it, I think that might be the one that steals a couple of the big ones. Yeah. I, I truly it. do. Like, I think, because it's Quentin's last movie. I don't no, think it's so. One more. One more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, but is he really going to stop? Yeah, I think he is. I think he's going to pull the move that he's doing with, like, JJ, where he's writing the script for Star Trek, but he's not, like, directing it. Where mm-hmm. he slides in in other ways. Mm-hmm. I think his things also, he wants to, like, write, Books, books and plays yeah. and, and he just had a kid so i think he's like yeah. trying to be oh, dad did he? we'll see yeah he wants to be daddy now yeah <laughs> cool um <laughs> that's cool yeah once upon a time in hollywood probably one of the top for me last oh, year absolutely. too for sure and yo hollywood's in the title and yeah. dude Nothing the oscars, the oscars are gonna love, love more. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um cool cool um are we gonna review some of the yeah, I was just gonna say we we've been going over like a couple of the categories every week for the Oscars. We're at cinematography this week. And sound, sound mixing. <laughs> we could do sound mixing if you want, sure. Um, so cinematography nominated this year is The Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, Yo, 1917 is going to win. I was going to say, that's going to win. Yeah. I, feel, I haven't seen that, but even the preview. Yeah. I think is pretty yeah. Good. Which is a shame because the only... What? W- well, not because it doesn't deserve it, <laughs> but because the movie that I love the most, it's the only category it's nominated in, and mm-hmm. it makes me sad that it's not going to win. What, The Lighthouse? Yeah. Well, it yeah. got nominated. 
Which that's is an cool, honor. Yeah, right? that's yeah. like an honor in itself yeah. anymore. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, 1917, uh, Roger, Roger Deakins. Deakins did, oh, he's he's like definitely going to win it. The greatest of all time. So. The GOAT. So does he need another award, though? That's my thing. They love to give them. They yeah, love to give. They love to give out <laughs> yeah, awards. They give out an award for each category. Those Oscars, they love them. <laughs> so generous. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be cool. That I was listening to a podcast about the making of the lighthouse and like how much trouble and research they went in yes. for the cinematography and like the black and white film and all that stuff. So. Well, they had to. Maybe they'll get. They had to invent a certain type of yeah. light and camera to capture the the black and white. They in had to invent light. light. It's like crazy. A, yeah, they had to invent the sky, <laughs> um, but they had to invent like a certain type of light to get the saturation that they did from that movie. Cool. Just cool. Yeah. Who knew? <laughs> um, so then the next one Bailey requested would be sound mixing. Um, you just want that Ad Astra. Oh, is Ad Astra in that category? I think so. Now, let me clarify. Are you saying sound editing or sound mixing? Mixing. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, it is Ad Astra. So for sound mixing, the nominees are Ad Astra, Ford v. Ferrari, okay. Ford very Ferrari, Joker, 1917, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yo, Ad Astra might have this one, guys. It's in space. Was It, it was just mixed so well. Yeah, you couldn't even tell you couldn't, couldn't even tell a, it was in space couldn't even hear a pin drop <laughs> um yeah space movies do have a tendency to, to like win. always yeah. win those Yo, categories i almost feel like ford v ferrari might win just this one like, too <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yo, honestly i just imagine i haven't seen it but loud cars it's for people who fuck for their cars yeah, yeah. i'm trying to think like once upon a time in hollywood it had cool music as every quentin tarantino yeah. movie does but also i don't want to act like i know what goes into sound mixing either yeah. just a little dj in the we're back. just like yeah. trying to pick out funny sound <laughs> yeah. 1917 i imagine yeah. had some bullets when you're in space there's just no sound yeah. <laughs> um, and then the joker i don't quite understand that one either but i feel like the one that she wants to have the one who has to do the most amount of sound Mm. Makes oh. the most. Yeah, that just should be like a competition. Yeah. yeah, so many engines revving. Um, cool. We'll hold off on the other categories sure. till next week. Um, but uh, yeah, so Kate, if you're ready, let's just dive into it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, so I have the ball. I'm just gonna pass it over to you. Oh, nice catch. Um, <laughs> and for who you chose this week mm-hmm. and why. Um, I chose Carrie Mulligan, um, and really, I wanted to pick um, Sertia Ronan, but you guys had done her. Mm. We love Sertia We Ronan. do. Yeah. I did offer the part two option. Oh. You did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? It's already been done. Yeah. I don't need to be like... Get your own. Get yeah, your f- yeah like, get your yeah. feet well with this episode. Exactly. <laughs> Come back for part two. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so then I was thinking of movies like throughout time maybe that I had really liked mm-hmm. and I kind of just wanted to pick a female because I feel like there I mean you guys definitely have a lot of females yeah um that you focus on on the podcast too but I was like you know I'm gonna try to pick mm-hmm. someone and um I was thinking back to when I was in high school and I saw an education Ooh, um nice. like such a good coming of age movie and I then I realized that she was also in drive too mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. 
kind of small part there. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's, it's a pretty big part. But, um, yeah, I just really liked her. Now, is she your favorite actress, would you say? I don't know if I have a favorite. Hmm. I really like Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. But I really like, like, Meryl Streep and... The queen. The queen. The goat queen. The goat queen. The queen of the ghosts. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. <coughs> a, a few that I highly like. Um, our guest last week also said an education was one of her favorites. Oh, really? Too. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen it. Yeah, so neither have I. Yeah, I feel like it's like very influential for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen it either. I just know the cover. Mm-hmm. I've always seen the cover oh, yeah. on like streaming services. I'm like, oh, I'd be mm-hmm. into that. It's but. like she's going, um, I mean, you should definitely watch it, but it's coming of age and she's graduating high school, about to go to college. And I watched it like my senior year mm-hmm. of high school. Uh, mm-hmm. Perfect time. Or like going into yeah. my senior year and I was like, like, oh, it just clicked. Really Jordan, our boy's in it. Peter Sarsgaard. <laughs> oh, we love him, our boy. <laughs> yeah, looking at her filmography, though, she. It's cool. It's really selective. In, like, selective movies, but just <laughs> overall, like, very good movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, top to bottom. Even, I don't want to get too far ahead, but, like, even both movies today, we usually obviously do a really good one and then usually the bad one is like awful and really mm-hmm. hard to get through you know both of the, i mean the bad one even in this in this pairing was like oh that's that would be somebody's good movie mm-hmm. a lot of the time so mm-hmm. she's i don't know if she has a great agent or <laughs> yeah, what yeah. Shout out to her agent. yeah shout yeah. out to her agent of course but she gets to work with like a lot of cool directors too mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i don't know it's cool um, I also love Pride and Prejudice. That's the only She's movie I've for, seen her in. Yeah, for yeah. a hot talk. But like, uh, Besides really? today, yeah. yeah. You see Drive? No. Yeah. Or oh Brothers? No. Yeah, she's Yo, Brothers is pretty sick. You have to watch Drive. I think I'm the only one at the table who has I've seen Drive, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, I think so. So good. Yeah, get with it, Kate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> soundtrack, even better. Mm-hmm. Oh, soundtrack. That's what I hear so the movie's good. based around, right? Is the soundtrack? Okay. Well, there's like a cool tidbit about that, too. Like, uh, is it Ryan Gosling? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the director would drive around L.A. listening, listening to it, and that that's how they like formed the movie and like how, like that's well, just I what they would do at night. About how it was formed, so I know that he went to dinner with Ryan Gosling, and he had he was so nervous that he just started to cry. The director and tell him how why he wanted to make this movie and why he was passionate about. It. And Ryan Gosling was so moved by how moved he was he was like fuck yeah let's do it and then right from that dinner they got into the car and started playing music and driving around mm. but i've never seen it what a so. friendship <laughs> i um, think it's on netflix i gotta watch you it gotta watch <laughs> it's so good yeah yeah carrie mulligan here's the other thing about her i mean we'll get to it when we get a little more curious but um <laughs> I don't know much about her at all. Yeah, neither do I. Like, at all. I feel like she's kind of low-key. Um, but I was bopping around on Reddit today, and there was uh-huh. just a random article um, where she came out. Uh, I believe I'm, like, blanking now, but she kind of came out against, I believe, the Oscars, like, even harder. She's um, very big in, into activism. Mm. Yeah. Um, I only wrote down one of the causes that she f- like advocates for in our my section, but I found like a few of them. It's like she was like anti, um, 
like i forget what it is but she has like a ton of things that she travels and speaks for on behalf of like victims and not but not just like victims of sexual acts but all different types of people who get victimized around the world so i know part of that yeah and a lot of it i think has to do with like family connection because i know her brother is in the army and has fought in some wars and so she like advocates for i believe soldiers and Mm -hmm. people who are victims of war crimes so wow yeah so she seems pretty cool jordan did i jordan are you about to read something did i do it uh, no, I thought I upvoted it, but I guess I didn't. Oh, I don't know. I she had a really cool opinion on something that I saw today, and I don't know. I lost I it. Maybe it'll come Google back. Her name in Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. I don't think it was the Oscars. She came at um, the film industry somehow, some way. I'll get to it by the end of the episode, but I don't want to hold it up too much. All right. Um, the ice maker is on. It's yeah. popping right now. Cool. So... Um, I stole the ball from you when you weren't looking. Okay. Oh shit. But I'm gonna hand it back to you. Cause you um, feel guilty. Yeah, I feel <laughs> guilty. Uh, for which movie you want to review first? Ooh. Um, I I'm indifferent. Ooh. All right, so all right get out. We gotta coin? flip. Okay. We gotta flip something. Uh, I, have a, I have a coin. Flip. If you oh, want. you actually <laughs> have a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, flip that's the it, table. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, we got New Hampshire, or we got uh, Washington. That's heads or tails. Mm. Um, okay, New Hampshire will be Great Gatsby. Mm, okay. Interesting. Washington will be Wildlife. <laughs> Great Gatsby. Oh, all right. (coughs) Here we (laughs) go. Um, We're talking about the 2013 masterpiece, The Great Gatsby. Bailey, take it away. Oh, man. If you don't know about The Great Gatsby, who are you? (laughs) Um, Yeah, you know, it's based off the famous book the great gatsby and uh, <laughs> and if you don't know what it's about you should read the book <laughs> wow Whoa. yeah yeah i think this is the, this is the book as long as long as you grew up in the united states you've read, to read it in school <laughs> like right like everyone's mm-hmm. read this mm-hmm. in for sure school? okay cool doesn't mean you pay attention to it though right. that's for sure yeah. And well. this is apparently like extremely true to book. Yeah. So. I haven't read the book since 10th grade, so it could be totally different. <laughs> I have no idea. Did you even read it in 10th grade? Um, or did you just read the chapters you had to? Or spark notes? I may, I may spark notes. Yeah, here's yeah. the thing. I know Bailey's That's reading okay. habits, and it's a short book. Yeah. I think he would have been all in on it. For sure. Yeah. Do I you don't feel that? Yeah. But I didn't know 10th grade Bailey, so True. who knows? He was really into Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> Loved Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> Some might say it's his favorite book. You know, it's my top book of all time. Top book of all time? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean. That and the anthem. Anthem's <laughs> great. Well, it's anthem, not the anthem. It's a fucking it's good not, Charlotte. It's Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I like anthem more, I think. But this isn't a fucking book podcast, dude. Cool. Right. Well, do you want to give like a little synopsis of um, the story? No. <laughs> okay. Cool. Right, cool. I yo, you know what the fucking movie's about. I think I yo, I really think everyone should have a good idea. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sure. Cool with that. Um, directed by Boz Lerman. Ooh. Yes, sir. Moulin Rouge fame. Romeo and One Juliet. One of my favorite movies, Romeo and Juliet. The so, Leo version. So his mm. thing seems to be... Leo. <laughs> Leo. Leo. <laughs> and like adaptations of famous yeah. books um, and adapting them true to form. So like I guess this one is obviously like highly stylized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so is Romeo and Juliet. It's based in like the present time, but yeah, he uses smarter. the direct language from right. the book. And yeah. this one, there he's using the direct language and yeah. direct lines and it's very paragraphs similar and prose and everything. Yeah. Um, but the big twist is they have Jay-Z. Yo, I hate Dude, I, I hated, hated the yeah. Jay-Z Beyonce mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yo, I think I would have liked the movie way more if they just used like good, like, I don't know, like classical jazz. music. Yeah. 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 yeah so I that's agree. when this movie came out, that was the big gripe. Like mm-hmm. the modern the music. Stands. Yeah. It's weird. It it throws you off like pretty I don't hard. Like it. Um, I, th- I think there's just too many stylized things mm-hmm. in it. So mm-hmm. I think they had to pick one yeah, and not do multiple different styles. But there was interesting settings for it being modern and mm-hmm. a combination of modern and era-oriented clothing, like too much mix of that. Um, and then to throw the music mixed in with era time period and modern, is it's just too much. Pick one and go with it. Yeah. And pick, don't pick the Jay-Z Beyonce one. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> yeah, I think if they would have played it straight, it would have been yeah. pretty oh. good. Yo, and sure. I honestly, I don't know. I like this movie. I've seen this movie before, and I don't mind it. I think it's I, I do yeah. think it's good, too. I think it's a little long. The yeah. Book's yeah. Kind, the book's so kind of short. Right? It's long. <laughs> <laughs> it's over two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like sure. two hours, 20, 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but... But yeah, Leo as... Leo won't do a movie under two hours. <laughs> That's in his That's contract. In his contract. Yeah. Um, but him as Jay Gatsby is like perfect. perfect. It is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then you have Spider-Man as Nick Carraway. Former film friend. Or film friend. Always a film friend. Film friend, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you got the great Carrie Mulligan playing mm-hmm. Daisy Buchanan. Um, she kills it. Yeah. yeah. And Joel Edgerton's in it. Right. As Tom, Tom, yeah. mm-hmm. we hate Tom yeah. though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do we hate Tom? Yeah, we hate Tom. They all have flaws. They yeah. really do. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, they all do. Except for, does character. Nick have flaws? Yo, he's. I feel bad for Nick. Are you supposed to feel bad for Nick? I think he Nick, doesn't Nick get to do used. anything. He gets yeah. used but, for sure. But sometimes he kind of wants wants he to wants. be in the world. Yeah, he's definitely the viewer lens where oh, you kind of one hundred percent like, him. But mm. as a viewer, you want to join that world. So like. He's definitely also taking advantage of the fact that he's going to all these parties and getting mm-hmm. wasted and never saying no to... They call it out at one point. Yeah. They say... They pretty much call him out and be like, hey, you've never said no to any of this yeah. stuff, so you're just as complicit. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're kind of right. I mean, he's just he's just down, I guess like his thing is. But yeah. like, he, he could just be a narrator of the whole thing, and yeah. he doesn't even have to be in the story. Like, mm-hmm. nothing he does, like... I don't know. He doesn't it's, really do well, anything. Except for mm-hmm. that... He helps Tea. arrange a meetup, but that's about that's about all he does. <laughs> but that's just basically they're using yeah. Proximity. That's what I mean. He, using him like yeah. Jake Gatsby at first, you think oh he's just being nice, like he's eccentric, <laughs> he's hidden, but maybe he ta- he sees something in the sky that he wants to get to know him, and then you're like oh shit, it's just he's Daisy's cousin, yeah. and he just wants to use him. 
But, uh, yeah, I guess I'm team Nick. I don't know. Do we have to pick um, teams? Are we going to, like, walk through it or are we just going to? Or should we just well, I don't know. You said everybody should know the <laughs> stories. <laughs> um, I don't know. But no. You know, go ahead. Go ahead. I just wanted Nick to uh, get with the golfer chick. Oh, yeah. Was that the sport that she was, like, really famous yeah. for? Golfing? Is that the friend? Like, yeah. Like, the brown hair. What's her name? Was it Jordan? Yeah, so Jordan Baker. So, I think Baker. I read yeah. that that was the plot in the one part in the book that they removed. That that actually does happen. That they oh. do have a romance in time. the book. <laughs> But there was already too much going on, so they just yeah. removed that element. Yeah, and that's so where he did get yeah, with Nick. <laughs> yeah, Nick, we didn't nice. see that story. Yeah, he got his. Um, but it's also the other thing is like Nick is the writer of the story. Is that do we know if that's that in, in the, the book? book? It is. Is it? it? Is. Mm-hmm. So he's like retelling the whole story. Mm-hmm. It's oh. like him writing the book oh. and like his interactions. Yeah, I did oh. not know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Then. Um, and then we have, so, so just to set up one little thing, if you haven't ever read the book or you've never seen the movie, um, essentially Jay Gatsby is this eccentric millionaire, billionaire, very wealthy man. Um, he lives in West Egg and, uh, this girl named Daisy Buchanan lives in East Egg across the river. It's up in New York, Long Island, Long Island. Island. Sorry. Um, and then the narrator, Nick Carraway, moves in next to this wealthy millionaire, billionaire guy. Um, and they start a friendship, and you realize, oh, Jay Gatsby had this relationship with this girl across the harbor. And he basically moved there to, <laughs> to court s- her, <laughs> spy on her, and well, court her. Like, his is that a weird move, what he does? Oh, completely. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. Completely He's straight shady. up throwing million dollar parties every weekend hoping that she'll attend one mm-hmm. and he knows that she's married yeah and he's still right. trying mm-hmm. to get it oh mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure <laughs> and he's literally dedicated his whole life to becoming the idea of what she wants mm-hmm. right because they did have a relationship but oh. she didn't marry him because he wasn't he didn't enough. want her to marry him because he wasn't good enough i guess that's kind of like what i there was multiple inter like multiple people multiple times they said why so the first one was they said he didn't have enough money the second time they said it was because he had to go off to war and then the third time it was that like Mm -hmm. he didn't think he was good enough Mm -hmm. so then he dedicates the next five years to amassing as much money and uh these like throwing these huge ragers. yeah huge <laughs> ragers mm-hmm. um that literally the whole town like shows up to um no one gets an invitation for it but they all come yeah mm-hmm. and but like no one knows anything about him or the yeah. real truth about him which is like makes him real enigmatic and like you want to know more about him and that's why nick gets to know him and that's why the story's so intriguing because it's like you're getting this inside look at this guy that no one really knows about and you realize he's not as like invincible as he may appear because he's well, he's no just pining is. over this yeah. girl like no one is i think that's an mm-hmm. interesting part of the story is everyone's mm-hmm. kind of portrayed as perfection in some way towards the beginning and then you just understand that they're just people mm-hmm. at the yeah. end and then insert jay-z song <laughs> and you're good. yo i really feel insert like insert crazy in love <laughs> this movie 
if it came out like now, uh-huh. it would have been one of those movies that does like the piano renditions of popular songs. Oh, uh, right. Little Radiohead. Yeah. <laughs> like that's really in yeah. right now. Yeah. I feel like it would have done that instead of just putting I think it. They could have just done without that. And maybe, I mean, I don't know. I like the whole bombastic, like stylized really bright colors yeah, and like quick too. cuts oh, yeah. and stuff like that i think that's fun like when he's driving his car like the only thing i remember from the book is he's like a really uh spastic driver and he like kind of pushes the limits a little bit and i like the driving scenes maybe that's like foreshadowing for the end too but yeah um, a lot of zoom ins and zooms zoom outs of like the house and like oh, yeah. across the bay and like yeah. I'd notice, just notice that a lot. <laughs> they love to zoom in and zoom out. Yeah, the cinematography on yeah. this one. <laughs> but like all of it was like CGI. Yeah, it was so CGI. <laughs> I was yeah. Say, yeah. yeah, there was like some green screen action. Yeah. Oh, for like, sure. I was like, oh, this is yeah, I yeah. Like but that. that green light across the harbor. Yo, and then the the eyes. Oh yeah. The of billboard. The, yeah, the oh, billboard. Yeah. They're always watching over, which well, is like the, the cover yeah, of the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this had like a Harry Potter. Um, Sin City vibe to me, the Yo, way it's like shot. I can mm. see that for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, know, I, I I see it. Thank you. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I have nothing else to say about it. Yeah. but that, that's just how I felt. About I do. It. I got the vibe um, for sure. Also, I'm still not sure because I didn't look it up. Was that Isla Fisher? Yeah. Yes, it, it was. Um, yeah. There's that. She's so, a mistress. So so the thing with uh, Daisy Buchanan's husband is he's he's also super wealthy. I guess old money, wealthy. Yeah, old that's money like versus new money. Yeah. Storyline was that. Mm. Yeah. And, but he is like super promiscuous, and he's sleeping with like he has mistresses Yo, all over the city. There was like an orgy scene, yeah. <laughs> but it didn't yeah. really like wait was there go into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like in a, like a brownstone. Yeah. Or at well, like at uh, when the Nick went along party. with uh right Tom to the apartment, like Tom's banging his chick and then like 10 other chicks come in and they're trying to like make out with nick and like Uh, if it was like apparently it's more explicit in the book yeah i mean if it was like real life it would have they would have just shown an orgy okay Okay. (laughs) yo that scene was wild yeah it It really was yeah that scene kind of makes you feel a little drunk because like i feel Mm -hmm. like a big theme too i guess in the book but also this movie starts off that saying that like we were having fun, but we also drank way too much. And then mm-hmm. it goes to that scene and it makes you like everyone's sweaty mm-hmm. and they're all drinking and like pouring drinks into each other's mouths. And it like did a good job of making you feel overwhelmingly like drunk and kind of when you get so drunk, you're like sick. And Is that like, what it feels like? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like Great Gatsby okay. from 2013. <laughs> Before I go to a party, I'll just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Go straight there. Get yeah. in that headspace. <laughs> I feel like all the party scenes felt like that, which was cool. Yeah. I mean, the party scenes at Jay Gatsby's house were, like, so choreographed. Though, oh, too. absolutely. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the like organ. Yeah. 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 And, like, the organ player that was, like, having a seizure. Yeah, who was Beethoven's like... descendant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Yo, he was cool. That <laughs> yes. might have been my favorite character. Oh, my when they would summon him, like, just f- for private, <laughs> like, yeah. events. Yeah. Um, I... Do you think, though, one of my favorite parts of the movie is when he invites Leo over for tea to meet Daisy? 
Uh, how nervous Jay Gatsby is. Well, the is. whole, like, leading up to it, too, how they, like, redo the lawn, and, like, mm-hmm. it just shows, mm-hmm. like, all the nervous energy going yeah. into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the one scene where you see him, like, truly vulnerable, and they play that by, like, having him walk through the rain, and um, I don't know. I just thought that scene was, was nice, and, and it was sweet. You know, I know, like, uh, who wrote this book? F. Scott Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I kind of wish they left. Um, they kind of like explain how Jay Gatsby got like rich and all this right. shit. But yeah, like it might like I kind of wish keep they it just mysterious. kept it yeah, mysterious. Yeah. I think that would have been really cool. Like uh, there could have been like Hinted so many it. different stories, and then you mm-hmm. just have to like figure out yeah, yeah which one's the truth, which ones, or does it even matter? Like yeah. it right, comes well, down to the way he just treats people. Yeah, but yeah. knowing that's why I'm like, is Jay Gatsby somebody we should? like and admire because mm-hmm. the way he a, did get his money is as like a bootlegger and like a yeah. like a shady businessman yeah. so like that kind of detracts you like, know i could have wrote it better <laughs> <laughs> all right let's hear it right yeah, now yeah. Cheryl, well no i would have kept it exactly the same and then just made it more of a mystery <laughs> what would you gotcha. have how did he make your his money in and your also book? i i don't know it's up for interpretation <laughs> but also i you know too many old sports i'm done with the old oh, sport jordan said that too yo i get it it's his thing but like yo we get it it's your thing you don't have to say it like 20 times in the first five minutes yo, joel edgerton's character points it out tom yeah, yeah. he's like fuck off with your old sports i'm done yo, with it i back it well no one ever no one says i guess people say bro that many times but at one point like five or six sentences in a row uh-huh. he said old sport mm-hmm. um it's like a nervous tick that's what he identified and like as. and the <laughs> other thing is like i just feel weird about him being just the same age as like nick and saying old sport i feel like oh uh, right in my mind like you're an old like maybe an older man saying it would be mm-hmm. less weird I think he got it from the older guy on mm-hmm. the boat. Mm-hmm. He did. So. He yeah. did. It's the piece he carries with yeah. him. He really mm-hmm. just modeled himself after after that man that yeah. he saved, which they kind of brushed over that mm-hmm. pretty quickly. But yeah. who cares about that old guy, really? <laughs> that old sport. That, that old, old sport. <laughs> but, but I know what you mean. That reminds me of like I have a real quick, vivid memory of like when I would go out to eat with my mom, and there'd be like an older, like. Or maybe a younger, yeah, a younger waitress calling her hun- honey. Mm-hmm. It was like the, kind of the same vibe. Yeah. Like calling Nick old sport just yeah. doesn't make any yeah. sense. But yeah. Or if someone calls you ma'am, Ugh. you're like, yeah. I beg your fucking pardon. <laughs> 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 yeah, or sir. I kind of, when people say sir, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I get confused. It. I'm like, wait, my, where's my dad? Yeah, <laughs> <real>. <laughs> They cannot be talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was somebody that I thought was so funny in this movie when um, Toby Maguire's character Nick, that's his name, right? Yeah, gets his invitation. They flash to Great Gatsby's house or Jake Gatsby's. There's the Dracula m- music that plays. It's like dinner, dinner, and I was like, that's so funny. And they never do it again. Like every time they show his house, it's different music. But that mm-hmm. first time, it's like Dracula. I'd love to know whose choice it was. Yeah, to it's do so all pointed. The music yeah. things, but hey, he went. Uh, one thing I gotta give it to him, he went for it. Absolutely, he gave it a try and didn't work. Yeah. But I do want to talk about Carrie Mulligan in it because she is our film friend. Mm-hmm. Um, that she is. 
Daisy Buchanan's like a super famous character, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beloved? I don't know. Yo. Like, are we supposed to feel for Daisy? Yo, I feel for her. I think I did more so in the book than mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt quite annoyed by her character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yo, I just, I mean, yeah, she was put in a tough spot. Like, yeah, for sure. In front of everybody is like a weird move to be like, who do you love? Who do you love? Who yeah. do you love? Oh, to like, like have a dinner to announce it yeah. is a weird move. For sure. Um, I felt for her in that moment. I was like, what is she supposed to do here? Yeah. Well, I agree with Kate. And I also saw a line that a lot of people don't love this portrayal of this character because of the fact that she's a little bit more passive and mm-hmm. a little more like not annoying, but mm-hmm. you just don't feel for her as much. Yeah. Um, but I do think this character is essentially like a trapped character mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. she's stuck with a man who she married if, like for essentially for money because her parents told her that they wanted her into this marriage and a man who's manipulating her into loving him um, and forcing himself upon her in a way that's like controlling. Mm-hmm. So she does have like a raw deal for sure. I think she looks the part though looks mm-hmm. very cool like I, I guess the costume design's good in this movie mm-hmm. i don't know i just kind of feel like she was wearing a wig <laughs> yeah and i could see right through it mm-hmm. uh. it was yeah when her hair was straight and like mm-hmm. the short bob in the back mm-hmm. like so tight. precise yeah. yes mm-hmm. and the way it sat on her forehead almost looked like it was lifted off her head <laughs> a little bit i was mm-hmm. just very distracted by her hair Besides mm-hmm. the wig, though, she was <laughs> the costume was good. Yeah. I mean, she she's cool. Like Carrie Mulligan is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and she's cool for this character. Mm-hmm. I think she's casted really well. Yeah. I definitely had like a a Berenstein Bear situation where I thought um, Michelle Williams was the girl in this movie. One hundred percent. I was mm-hmm. like, yo, I don't know why we're watching this movie. It's Michelle Williams, mm-hmm. and then, boom. Oh, yeah, because she usually Mulligan. has short hair, too. Yeah, there's, like, yeah, the yeah. short blonde hair, sort mm-hmm. of. She's usually paired up with Leo? Michelle Williams and Leo? Why am I thinking Michelle Williams Michelle and Leo? Michelle Williams and Casey Affleck. <laughs> and Manchester Ryan Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I paired them up. Um, oh, yeah, Ryan Gosling, because yeah. of Drive and then mm-hmm. Blue Valentine. Mm, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, don't forget, back to the music. I'm looking wait, at a l- Oh, Gary Mulligan was in Drive. Yeah, yeah, and, oh, and, and, no, and then uh, Michelle Gosling. Williams yes. and Blue Valentine. Yes, yeah, yo, there we go. There's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, don't forget Lana Del Rey and Andre 3000 was on. They were also uh, on I'll the never soundtrack. Forget. <laughs> but how was the sound mixing? Mm. Yeah, this movie straight up killed it at the box office. Oh, I'm sure. So. Yeah. Leo, um, come on. 145 Toby. million in North America. And three hundred and fifty three million worldwide. I remember when this came out and it mm-hmm. was a big deal. Mm-hmm. But again, um, this being her lowest rated, is this a true high true? This low? is a true low. Okay. So this is like her lowest rated at forty eight percent, which is like crazy. Usually the the ones we review are like ten. Mm-hmm. Zero. Eight, ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like horrible. So for this to be her lowest at 48%, and it's like a high-profile movie. Mm-hmm. Baz Luhrmann, and then like mm-hmm. Leo's in it, and it's a great Gatsby. Toby. She's having a pretty yeah, dope on, dude, career. Toby. Toby. Yeah. about Toby? 
Do I respect Toby? I don't know. Yo, <laughs> Whoa, what? he's a film friend. Yo, sorry, sorry, part. sorry. Uh, Toby and Leo are just best friends. They are from childhood. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Do I need the- to talk about the pussy posse again? <laughs> oh, oh, you might need to talk Kate about the pussy posse. Yeah, I'm um, intrigued. My ears just perked up. <laughs> so <laughs> the pussy posse is Leo, Toby, and uh, David, David Blaine. <laughs> and I forgot it was David Blaine. Apparently, like, I guess <laughs> 90s or whatever, they were all best friends, and they just banged it out <laughs> with a bunch of girls. Wow. And that's what they called themselves. Was Jonah Hill ever inducted into the posse? Um, he might be an honorary member. I don't know. <laughs> might have been too late. Yeah. They, they might have kicked David Blaine they out did, by that point. Yeah. I think they disbanded. When he started eating glass, they're like, yeah. 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 yeah, the fuck, dude. Yeah, dude yeah. You're killing our image. You're, yeah. you're swallowing fish and spitting yeah. them back out. At all their you. parties, yeah. he's just like, yo, check this out. He's putting like, like spears no. through his face. Catching yeah. bullets with his teeth. But yeah, that's a, a real thing if you look it up. Speaking... Speaking of weird stuff, how about Gatsby's, like, stalker volumes of Daisy? Where they have, he has all those. He's just in the scrapbooking, for sure. Of Yo. just Daisy. He was in love. Yeah. Ever hear of this? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what was if you walked into someone's home and they just had books like that of you? I would check them out. Yeah, I would look at <laughs> them. Like, that's good. <laughs> yeah. well, thanks you for like documenting. Yeah. Okay. There's oh. like a log of hair in it. I'd be into it. There's like there was like 16 volumes of it or something oh, crazy. It's called love. All right, all right. All right. So, is there any other things we need to talk about with this movie? Let me see. We talked about how they said old sport a lot. There was a car chase. There is one thing I thought was quite on. So Nick and Daisy are cousins. Yes. Mm-hmm. And when she goes to his house for tea, yes. she walks into the house and she like makes a comment to herself that's like, he's in love with me. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And I'm like, the fuck, dude? That's your yeah. cousin. Yeah. She says it twice. She yes. had another comment like that, mm-hmm. like in another part too. I was like, what is she going on? Like, or is she just like so conceded that she thinks everyone's in love with her i think that's more so yeah or like she's maybe just used to getting attention yeah in that way so she assumes that even to think her cousin yeah yeah and she's so okay with it it was what the 20s that was probably cool then yeah (laughs) definitely cool first cousin sure yeah Yeah. (laughs) on the books yeah Yuck. No, I totally, like, registered that. It was like, that's so strange. (laughs) And also, like, he cannot afford that many flowers. Like, put the pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. Those are orchids. Yeah, would you guys be pumped if you walked into that? I was thinking it would be a little little strange, right, to have flowers everywhere like that? Dude, that's what she's into. I guess so. I mean, I I was down with all the pastries he... (laughs) Yeah. The little cakes. The little yeah. cakes. Yeah. And then the macarons. Next mm-hmm. little cake. And then there was like a three tiered cake. There was like a bunch of shit in there that seemed pretty cool. Yeah. But in the end. Yes. Uh, love doesn't prevail, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Yo, question. <laughs> At the end, um, it's Nick who calls. Jay, right? Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. then who is uh, Daisy, calling? Daisy calling? She's calling her husband. Are you sure she's not calling Jay too and she got a busy signal because Nick was calling Jay? <laughs> I mean, that could also have been happening. Perhaps. Maybe that's up to interpretation. Yeah. yeah. See, there's your I think she got a busy signal. Yeah. 
I didn't think she called anyone. I thought she was just staring at the phone. She well, had she, it. In her she hand. had it and she mm-hmm. put it down then. But like, yo, I think Jay, that's all Jay needed was to know. Well, it well, wasn't Daisy, but he thought he it was. Yeah. Know, and yeah. he just needed to know that and he could die. And he just mm-hmm. whispered Daisy mm-hmm. and fell yeah. back into yeah. the pool. Mm-hmm. And um, at, who knew it was the person who truly had his back the whole time? Yeah. That was calling him. Nick's yeah. the only one who. He didn't wait. The or? only person to show up to his funeral, which I like. Well, no, most people didn't no, know who, who he was. was. Yeah. He was oh, that's actually a really good yeah, point. Yeah, but none of the staff showed up. <laughs> well, he fired them <laughs> They were them working. Uh, well, the guy who answered the phone oh, he's said true. it was Nick. And yeah. <laughs> Herzog. And yeah. Nick just like fell asleep on the stairs, <laughs> facing down at him. Yeah. yeah. It's a rough time in Did the Did Nick harbor. inherit all of that? No. Oh. they The... Uh, no, the guys like wiped him out. The uh, the, the gangster guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, damn. He should have left it all to Nick. Yeah, he should have. Was there up. Will's? Was he like thinking about Will's? Yeah, he probably didn't think he was. He was thinking shot. about Daisy and making more scrapbooks. <laughs> but uh, cool. So let's um, let's go around and rate this movie any way we'd like. Number rating, yes, word I rating, Just percentage, make it your own. any way you want to rate the movie. I'll start it off. I'll give this movie an old sport. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Ooh, I'm gonna give it a um, uh, one th- one thumb up and a half thumb. One thumb up and a half, and a half thumb. thumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, is the half thumb up or down? It's to the side. <laughs> half of a thumb to the side. <laughs> hmm. I would do like one thumb up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give this a 63.2. Out of 70? You can decipher. (laughs) Oh, okay. Open-ended. I like it. Just Just to go with the theme of the movie. Yeah, Yeah. love it. All right. I don't think it gets the film friend's stamp of approval. No, it ain't bad, though. No, I think if it's... Yo, it ain't bad. It ain't bad, though. It ain't bad, though. Um, But I think if it's streaming somewhere and you have a sick day, go for it. Yeah, it's a little long. I don't know. Yeah. This would be a It s- is long. It would be a fun fever dream movie though. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, cool. So we are in between movies. How's everyone doing? Good. Good? I'm gonna hit the loo. Oh, oh yeah. please. Hit the loo. Yo, hit the loo. I, we have to play a little music. I so. have one thing to say. Yeah. Um I wore a new hat and no one said anything. So I noticed it. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. I was like, that's a sick Eagles hat. Yeah, when you walked in, I was like, is that new? Oh, you walked yeah. in and I thought, Bailey's never worn that hat before. Yeah, I got it for Christmas. Aww. And I finally yeah. took the sticker off. It looks good. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I Thanks, like it guys. Too. How does it but fit? How does it feel? feel weird I had to bring it up. But Sorry, um, it fits good. It uh, One size fits all. So, Did you ask how it fits? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the color on you. Thanks. It's green for everyone. Who has who can't see the color? It's like a Kelly green. Yeah, not yeah. Kelly green. green. Now Eagles, go a birds. one size fits all hat. How do you you don't adjust it? Can well, no, I see you the adjust back? it. You. Uh, he, it's not fitted, so it goes. means he can change the way. Uh, yeah. Is that what a one size fits all is? Uh, I mean, it just says one size fits all yeah. on inside. Oh, cool. But. So sick. I love of it. Hat. Yo, for anyone who wants to know what the hat looks like, just DM us. <laughs> We can All send right. you a pic. Yeah. We'll, but we'll post okay. a selfie fairly later. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, we could show you a 
picture of Bailey. George just exploded. I had a couple of thoughts in mind. But what I was thinking was I wanted to say something during Great Gatsby where I thought um, Carrie Mulligan, uh, her accent was going in and out. Or I didn't know if she had an accent. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to learn more about her. Kind of made me curious. (laughs) What's your height? What's your weight? What's your height? What's your weight? That's sex. What's your What's your height? What's your weight? Will they get it wrong? Will they get it right? What's your height? What's your weight? What's your so male oh yo yeah she i think she i read something that she backed backed uh little women and uh greta mm-hmm. i think i did Carrie see something Mulligan suggests oscar voters need to prove they've seen the movies oh that's what it was yo um, that is sick um yeah so for the listeners before we jump into carrie's um her height her weight you know the whole deal um we just recalled what the article is about carrie's coming we recalled it we recalled and we researched it but carrie's coming out and saying that we need proof that these people are even watching the movies these oscar voters which yeah i agree with and after reading that article she says that like there is no proof that they're watching it and they just get like a hundred screeners mm-hmm. and they're giving it to people like actors actresses like a board and everything they might not have time there's people who are nominated every year to like be someone who votes for it and they tried to like send out more diverse amount of voters so people are like then why are the same movies still Mm -hmm. being nominated how do we get uh yes who are we getting voted for yeah i was thinking instead of petitioning to send us to south by let's uh let's petition us to get us on the board of oscars she said something about Little Women or something, right? Yeah, she kind of said it's like crazy. She she was like, it's kind of crazy to think that these people who did watch, like supposedly watch all these movies, mm-hmm. um, wouldn't put those movies in. She's like, I respect all the movies that were nominated. Yeah, She's kind of just sticking up for her girls. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she brings up a good point. Like Yo, we need proof or there needs to be maybe a tighter system you know, it's kind of like um when uh like uh they do like the nba all-star voting and some guy gets voted in who's been hurt all year mm-hmm. it uh, means right. people obviously just vote for the name and not mm-hmm. like they haven't watched them all right. year right it's yeah. kind of similar to that so what they need to do is they need to all get a letterbox and then they all need to put where they saw it on there and give a short review i think they should all watch them at the same time so and hold hands <laughs> yeah just put them all in a theater but yeah gotta give it to our girl carrie for uh proving shouting them out and like coming at them mm-hmm. it's kind of cool it is cool um all right all right, here hey, we go. Wait. Here we go. <laughs> so we're doing the work today with the new edition of Birthplace. So we're going to start with Bailey. He said, see, mole, age 34, 
Height, 5 feet, 7 inches. Weight. I love the way you spelled it. W-A-I-T. <laughs> um, 120 pounds. Sign Libra. Born London, England. Shoe, shoe size 6. All right. Kate said that she is 5'4", 120 pounds. Shoe 7.5. Um, 31, born March 21st, Pisces, and birthplace, London. I also forgot to say she put CM at the top of hers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jordan wrote out the full name, um, said that she's 5'5", five, five, 120 pounds, 6 feet, small feet? Is that what you said? Okay. <laughs> um, she has 6 feet? <laughs> 6 feet, small feet. Um, Pisces at 38, from Toronto, Canada. I realize the age. I might be really off. On Wait, age. what? How old? I said th- 30, 38. 38. You guys said 31. And I said 34. 34. All right. So mm. she's 5'7". So Whoa, yeah, barely. You're exact on that. I think I have a lot of those, right? You're, you do. <laughs> do you have like a scrapbook on her? Like yeah. Jake has um, She's 119 pounds. So you all put, you all put 120. Wow. Yo, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, too. which yeah. is wild. Um, she's a 7.5 shoe. So, Kate, you got that right on the money. Nice. Whoa. I spotted those babies yeah. from oh, my yeah. life. <laughs> I clocked them. Yep. That first <laughs> um, she was born May 28th, 1985. She is 34 years old. Yeah, yeah. Bailey, right on the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know you're Carrie Mulligan. Yeah. But she's mm. a Gemini. Ooh, Gemini. Ooh. We don't get too many Geminis. Oh. Um, we don't have a sound for Gemini's. I don't know yeah. what that Are the mean. Gemini's like the twins? Yeah. And twins. And <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean twins? <laughs> They're twins. It's like the sign. Yeah, the sign the is signs like twins. twins. You know, like the cat twins emoji? That's like, like Siamese Gemini. twins? <laughs> Google it. Wait. Um, so, yeah, she twins? was born in London, England. Um, more specifically, Westminster Ooh, in London. London. Oh. So. Interesting. Bailey and Kate got the correct. Twins. Twins. <laughs> twins and twins. All right. So she was, uh, her first film was Pride and Prejudice, which is kind of cool. Yas, queen. Great movie. Um, do you want to guess her idols? <laughs> uh, I think, oh, not Meryl Streep, but I'll go with Meryl Streep. Maybe Julie Andrews. Oh, I love great, that. Great. Take it across the pond. Yeah. I love um, it. Also film friend. Yeah. Donald Sutherland. Interesting. <laughs> love that one. Should be film friend. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Interesting. Idol? Hey. <laughs> Younger? And Daniel Day-Lewis. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Maybe, Danny she, maybe she just appreciates Macaulay Culkin's story and idolizes it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. I guess. <laughs> I guess. What, the page master himself. <laughs> what's her favorite movie? The page master. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> Home Alone, yeah. two, Lost in the Big City. Mm-hmm. You go with the same one. I was gonna say there will be blood mm-hmm. uh, for yeah. the other idol. <laughs> yeah, um, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Interesting. Yeah, she's that's not even like the curveball. first Indiana Jones. <laughs> she's really throwing some curveball. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like it. So she developed her interest in acting at age six and started professionally acting at age 19. Her parents disapproved of her becoming an actress. 
um, they want her to go to university. <laughs> so she applied to drama schools and got denied from all of them, but ended up getting casted in, like, I think a play in London and then pretty much immediately got casted into Pride and Prejudice. Um, yeah. which is pretty so cool. So she was classically trained. Yeah. She was classically sure. trained. I mean, she's British. She's so. British, so she's classically <laughs> trained. Um, <laughs> so her grandmother suffers from Alzheimer's. Uh-huh. And because of that, she became the ambassador for the Alzheimer's Society in 2012. Um, she's good friends with Zoe Kazan, which oh. makes yeah, our makes other sense, movie yeah. like makes sense. Um, she didn't learn to drive until she was 23 years old. Mm. Um, her, she has two kids, daughter named Evelyn, son named Wilfred. Very cool choices of names. They're both already 89 years old. They're both old sports. <laughs> They're definitely old sports. Um, and her, so her dad was a hotel or is, I guess, a hotel manager. So when they were living in London, he got a job. When she was very young and they moved to Germany where they lived until she was eight and then they moved back to London. Mm. Um, mm. And her parents actually met working at a hotel together, which is kind of cute. She she's pretty. Um, blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Um, she's pretty <laughs> tight lipped about her life. So there's respect. not much out here. Yeah, so what's her favorite food? I don't know. Yeah, she's tight lipped, bro. She's <laughs> tight lipped. <laughs> All right. That's all I got. Well, let's see how tight-lipped she is in the uh, bedroom. In the bedroom. Oh, shit. Cue the music. Carrie Mulligan, her dating history is, um, it's not extensive, but there are some notable names. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one being uh, Sir Shia LaBeouf. Mm -hmm. It's cool, right? Yeah. We love him. Mm -hmm. Um, From, yeah, 2009 to 2010. Um, I don't know this guy, but he looks like a musician in my eyes. Uh, Tom Sturridge. Uh, I'm not sure. He could be an actor. Probably an actor, but could be a musician. Oh, he looks really familiar. I'm going to Google him. Okay, while you Google him, he um, he looks like he's on the red carpet or something. Um, 2011, I have Eddie Redmayne. Mm -hmm. Um, Mr. uh, What Mm. movie did he do? The guy in the wheelchair? The theory of everything. Mm-hmm. He's Mr. also Stephen in Hawking. Um, Mr. Ste- Fantastic Stephen Hawking. Beasts and Where to That's Find That's true. Yeah, yeah, I might go on a limb and say Carrie Mulligan is. They're like the same. They're on the same level for me. Yeah, Carrie mm-hmm. Mulligan and Eddie I agree. Redmayne. Yeah. Um. So Tom Sturridge is an actor. 
Mm. He's married to Sienna Miller. Oh, mm. cool. Um, but then in 2011, Carrie found the one. The only. Marcus Mumford. From Mumford, Ooh, from and, Mumford Sons. and Sons. Yo, I, I think so. It is. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. He looks like Jake. Jake Clark. <laughs> Jake Clark? Yeah. yeah. yeah oh kind of with, with a really thick yeah. neck. Kind of, yeah. Former guest I've Jake never Clark. Seen yeah. Like with short hair. Thick necked Jake yeah. Clark. Um, but yeah, they've been a mar- they've been married since 2012, and uh, yeah, they're yeah, really strong. That. Do you mind cool if couple. I tell you something from my files about that? Um. I'll be offended, as long as you but yes. then put it into his files. Oh, it's absolutely going directly into okay. his files. So apparently they were friends when they were younger. With benefits? I don't know. But they <laughs> said that they enjoyed spending time with each other so much they decided to date. Damn. Like years later. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I have to say, interesting relationship history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Shia LaBeouf. Kind of select. Yo, the Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Yo, that that would have been still even Steven's era, (laughs) two thousand nine, two thousand ten. Like, I mean, that was young love. Literally ten years ago. It's like holes. Yes. Right after holes. She saw holes. She was like, "Gotta have it." (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Speaking of Shia LaBeouf, when are we gonna do Shia LaBeouf? I just want to review holes. Yeah, he got snubbed, but beside the point. Yeah. Yeah. That's beside the point. He had two movies that came out Um, that were highly touted Mm -hmm. this year. Cool. So now that we, now we we know a lot about her. Previously mm-hmm. we didn't, but she is tight-lipped. Yeah. Um, I respect that. Gotta respect that. Um, let's move into her. You said this wasn't her highest-rated movie. Her true highest is Mudbound, yeah, but, but she it's didn't by play like one percent. So truly, like she has three movies that are like one percent of each other. It's mm-hmm. Mudbound, then it's movie we're doing which is wildlife and then it's an education can i say something before we go too far from her being tight-lipped absolutely um i'm sure we could listen to some mumford songs and find some Ooh. some shit about her oh uh, yeah yeah post 2012 mumford and yeah. Songs, yeah for sure so yeah just saying if anyone finds any lyrics that they feel like might wait they're still together though mm-hmm. yeah okay so like love songs yeah okay cool. yeah yeah not like breakup songs. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where you're going. No but trouble in okay, paradise. Yeah. Good. That's all. Are you a say. big Mumford fan? No, I thought you were. No, Jordan goes on rants about how he doesn't like them. Yeah, when they first came out, Jordan was secretly into them. Oh, I love it. Wait, wait. I want to clear up two things. <laughs> One, when they first came out, I was into them. Yeah, for sure. exactly. For oh, sure. Um, white blank page. Come on. Uh, two, I don't go on rants on them. I actually. You uh, used to go on rants about how much you didn't like them. Mm, That was the old me, though. I'll fuck for them now. I'll fuck for them. I actually don't listen to them too much, but I'll fuck for them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I respect that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so let's move on. We already mentioned it. Um, The 2018... (laughs) I'll fuck for them. (laughs) 2018 masterpiece, Wildlife. Bailey, take it away. All right, the year's 1960. <laughs> we got a husband and a wife, and things aren't going too well. Um, we're in Montana. A fire breaks out. It's a wildfire. Jake Gyllenhaal's the dad. He doesn't know what he's doing with his life. He goes to fight the fire, leaves his wife, Carrie Mulligan, and 
their son, the kid from The Visit. <laughs> Ed, um, yeah. Ed Oxen. Yeah. Child or something. <laughs> and, um, you know, the wife's getting a little lonely. She doesn't know what she's doing. So she's banging this old dude. And the kid just doesn't know what to do. And then, uh, you know, it snows and daddy comes home and they're all like, shit, what do we do? And uh, I'll leave the ending to you. Okay. The listener. <laughs> the listener. The, the general you. Yeah, okay. good yeah. way to walk us yeah, through that. Yeah, that one was a little, um, I felt good with that one. Yeah, yeah. you did a good job. Yeah. Um, but it is very much just like a story about a family. It's a family yeah. drama. A young yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Like the parents are young. It's surprising when Carrie Mulligan's character says she's... 34 mm-hmm. something but like that at that, at that time yeah at that time like, like, right right that's about right that's right. what you do i think that's supposed to be the shock i think it's supposed mm. to be like oh shit that's young but in reality it's not mm-hmm. and they have they're having a bit of a <coughs> bit of a crisis both of them um oh absolutely they're both the having like dad. essentially what feels like a midlife crisis mm-hmm. before we go too <coughs> far i want to say this is directed and co-written by film friend Paul Dano, mm-hmm. just so everyone knows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I actually saw this movie before. I saw it like some sort of screener or whatever. They did it in Philly, and he was there to speak and did like a Q and A. It was oh, dope. Yeah. What did they ask? Um, I asked during that early, so he doesn't remember anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Did they ask him where he came up with the story? Like, well, it's it's based on a book, which I'm surprised oh. you didn't chastise the listeners and say that you should just know it. <laughs> but, uh, huh. yeah, it's based off a book by Richard Ford, so that's where he came up with it. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. Kate threw me off and told me that he wrote it or co-wrote it. Well, well him, and, him and his wife yeah. like, gotcha. did write the screenplay. But do you really write it when you write it? Yeah. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, I don't remember. He was cool, though. He was very cool. He was very, like, humble about it. I don't know. I think he was just surprised that... I don't know. It's Paul Dano. I don't know why you would be surprised that people are coming to see your movie yeah. with Jake Gyllenhaal and Carrie Mulligan. But he was he was very cool. I don't know what the hell they talked about, though. I forget. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah. That's my story about this yeah, movie. Yeah, big story. <laughs> it was great. It was it was a, honestly the wor- one of the worst days I had, like, all year. And I was just, like, all I wanted to do was see him and see the movie and... uh I had a really long day But at work. we said, no, okay, you can't come. I couldn't, like, I couldn't move my schedule at work, and Jordan was like, it was great, and Paul Dano was there, and I was just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know he was there until the movie, like, ended, really? and they, they came out on stage. They shuffled him out. <laughs> but I think they just asked typical questions, yeah. like, why, why'd you do this movie, yeah. and, like, how was it working with Jake Gyllenhaal? And, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. But I really love this. I like. I love this movie. It's really I good. thought it was like yeah. a sleeper from this year. It didn't get was much it this like year? Nope. or like Last from from 2018. Oh. Um, 18. 2018. Yeah. Okay. What did I say? 19. Mm. Um, my brain's like falling apart right now. It's okay. I'll but, pick it up and throw. But it back I feel in. like it was a sleeper. I feel like it got like critically praised really high. Like the ratings, like super high yeah. too. But. Um, I don't think it's that popular. I don't didn't know. Didn't get any it, award love. Nah, I don't know if it deserved any award love, but yeah, the acting in it is oh, it's so tight good. AF. Yeah. Um, On all parts. Yeah, all parts, especially honestly, I think the best. I think Carrie Mulligan's like the best part of this she, movie. She yeah. is. She's the movie. Um, I think 
Jordan, you said something to me when it was over that I didn't even calculate, which is astonishing that there's really only four people in this movie mm-hmm. besides like side like small insignificant yeah, characters yeah. i didn't even i was like oh shit that's true and mm-hmm. i didn't even recognize that mm-hmm. which goes to show you how much of a powerhouse like all these actors mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. in the movie and for paul dano being his first like directorial his directorial debut mm-hmm. it's probably easier to just have four people yeah and like direct just four people um so that probably worked out well. And oh, a lot of the true. scenes are literally just in their house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like sitting at a table talking. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. You don't even like recognize that a lot, though, which is so cool because you're so in the mood just following this family and what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but it's it's such a tragic movie. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Like everybody. I don't know if I backed any of the characters, yeah, to be honest. I was just going to ask you guys, like, were you team... The boy. I forget their I name. Team Joe. The, the boy. Yeah. Oh, team yeah. Joe. Yeah, he was great. Way. But, love like... His outfit. Super cute outfit. Yeah. Oh, love his love outfit. Honestly, the style... This is, like, the style that I love. That yeah. 1960s, like, rural yeah. is what I shoot for, for. But, like, yo, Joe... I f- you feel for him so bad because he's like stuck in between his parents' mm-hmm. yeah. crises and like, but he's so patient and so nice and, and he gets a job for yeah, them. He gets a like, job, I know. But like, he does things his way, which I love. Mm-hmm. Everything is done his way, no matter what. Um, they what do you mean by set that? it up in the beginning. Like he still does what they want, but his way. Yeah, they set up in the beginning. He's doing his like home he's talking about school and um he's like hey guess what mom we're i've already done this whole book and she goes i'm gonna call the teacher and get you to learn more because you need to always be thinking ahead Mm -hmm. and the dad saying no let him do it again and he'll be seen as like the smart kid in class and then he went all and just did the way he wanted to do it he Mm -hmm. went to school and paved his own way Mm -hmm. in that classroom where he didn't want to do the team that he wanted to do. He made the friends he was told not to make. And, and the one day he didn't even do his homework. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. But then also like with the job, right? So yeah. dad said, don't get a job. Mom said, bad grocers. He went and got a job at the local like portrait studio. Mm-hmm. Which is a pretty dope job yeah. for a kid mm-hmm. that age. Yeah. You, I mean, you could tell right off the bat, like with, uh, I guess like the math thing was like one of the first scenes in the movie. You could tell it like, the mom and dad weren't on the same. Yes, oh, I shit. love how they set that. I up. think it's like a good portrayal yeah. of that. That yeah. oh shit, they're gonna disagree on everything. But in the beginning, like they do have disagreements, but you don't know how deep it is. Yeah. You think like oh, they're just there's parents but, disagreeing on like yeah. raising a kid. But that also showed their flaws as characters in that initial disagreement because it showed mm-hmm. that he wanted to take shortcuts mm-hmm. and he felt like the world owed him something because he should be deemed as the smart person for not doing a lot of mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Where she was on the other hand, where she felt like you need to like always be thinking ahead, always be one step ahead, push yourself to a like a point, like almost like too much, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and that like you're undervalued. Mm -hmm. So I definitely, I mean, like in the beginning, dad loses his job, and then mom is just super frustrated with Mm -hmm. him because he could have had his old job back, and I like get her frustration. For sure, because he 
literally doesn't have a job and they're offering him and he it back and he's back. too proud to yeah. like well and they moved here because of the fact that he had lost a job and he wanted a fresh start yeah mm-hmm. there's a part of me though that i get also why he doesn't take his job back though yeah, like it's a little he's not yeah. supporting his family which like yeah. he should definitely should be think the about that important thing pretty right. much true true but like i also get why he's like i don't want to work for people like that Mm -hmm. because they do fire him for i mean i guess he's gambling with the the patrons of this like country club but like the patrons literally say this is the best man you've had here Mm -hmm. so it's like he's literally making these people happy that's his job or is it is it like is it pride or is it like I don't really feel like going back and doing that. Cause I feel like he does always try to find like the easiest Easy job. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to go try so. to do anything. So like yeah. he could have went back there, but that would have been too much. Like, I don't feel like dealing with yeah, that maybe. sort of thing. Maybe. Well, and also like it shows the juxtaposition of him bending down and cleaning these people's shoes. Mm-hmm. And I, that's not who he is as a person. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm not the type of person who cleans up after other people. So yeah. I think like how you're saying bagging groceries was beneath him. Mm-hmm. I think part of him felt like this job was also beneath mm-hmm. him. And the fact that he got fired for gambling um, made him feel that way too. We're like, I'm not equal. Yeah. Can we all agree that he looks super hot? Though? Oh, he oh, looks dude. so hot. <laughs> he looks amazing. You know, that yeah. tucked in button down into those pleated. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I, lo- I love it. me some Jake Gyllenhaal. Me too. Time, but this one particular. Yeah. And Carrie Mulligan. Oh, film friend Jake Gyllenhaal. Film friend Jake Gyllenhaal? I'm pretty sure we did. Future film friend? Oh, maybe future. I think we created... So I think the thing with Jake Gyllenhaal is that was what this podcast was going to be. Oh, yeah. We were going to watch every Jake Gyllenhaal movie of all ever. Mm -hmm. Um, But we've never reviewed him. I don't know why. (laughs) That's interesting. It's just... It'll be too hot of an episode, though. We're not ready for it. Um, Like, all right. Here's my thing. I get... Carrie Mulligan's frustration with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. but did she really have to start banging Mr. Uh, Miller? Mr. Miller? Yeah. I think that made me dislike her character as I, soon as she started doing that. I agree. I think I was saying this to Jordan as we watched it together because we're best friends. I think they do that on purpose where you they set him up immediately as being flawed so that mm-hmm. your team mom... But then they slowly introduce her character flaws. So you're like, oh, fuck. Like, this kid's just, Yes. <laughs> like, this kid's kind of in a real shit situation. Mm-hmm. Where in the beginning, they think that both parents are looking out for him. But really, they're just looking out for each other. And this kid's playing dad and mom to his parents. Yeah. Where it's like that slow burn for her mm-hmm. of being like, oh, fuck. Like, I shouldn't have been rooting for her the whole time. I like the one line she says. She's like, oh, my character flaws are on parade right now or something like that. And I was like, oh, shit. That's funny for a character to say exactly Mm -hmm. what, like, you should be thinking at Mm -hmm. this point. Mm -hmm. But, like, my thing still with that is, like, maybe if a lot of time passes, then it's, like, a flaw that's a little more acceptable. Mm -hmm. But, like, Jake Gyllenhaal's out of the house for, like... (laughs) Yeah. You don't know how long. I think Actually, you don't. Season. You don't I know think how it's long. A few months. Yeah. Because the girl in school, he like starts. Joe starts riding oh, the bus, yeah. and the girl's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, why don't you take the bus before?" Hmm. He's like, "Oh, I like riding my bike," and she then says, "Like the weather's gonna change." Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it's probably 
And then, yeah. like, the snow comes. Yeah, they, they're, like, waiting for the snow to come. Yeah. So, so maybe it was longer. Months. It yeah. felt like <laughs> it felt like a couple yeah. of days. It felt like yeah. she, like, went to bed and woke up. Yeah. And she was like, all right, time yeah. to be a new husband. Yeah. Seriously. How um, do we feel about uh, old man Miller? Yo, I, yo, one, he's, like, a playboy. Oh, absolutely. Yo, uh, big playboy, yeah. Which is, I mean, I think, is it because, is it just because of his money? Because... I don't get it otherwise, really. I don't think he's really oh, like... Oh, like, why are the women like... Yeah. I think, yeah, he probably provides... Because I think Carrie like, Mulligan was like, I need to find some security. Oh, she was definitely gold digging. Yeah. yeah. And then the girl that when, spoiler alert, Jake Gyllenhaal comes home, finds out Carrie Mulligan's mm-hmm. been cheating on him, goes to this man's house and sets it on fire. <laughs> he loves fire. Which is yeah. like a... I don't know. I think that's you could tell. That's where I feel like you could tell this is adapted off of a, from a book. Uh-huh. Like the whole thing with he fights fires and then sets a fire because mm-hmm. his relationships on fire, that type of shit. But mm-hmm. um, there's like a woman there at that guy's house, and I think that woman is the one who works for him at the car dealership yes. too oh, from earlier when the when Joe goes to see him. So like. It's probably literally just like a power security comfort thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like lived a pretty significant life. Yeah. Like he was a war hero, I think. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. There were some accolades that like Harry Mulligan gave him. But it's so interesting because he's playing it real at certain points. We feel like, oh man, this guy like knows the perspective and mm-hmm. of both the mom and the dad and how they feel. Yeah. But he's also using that as his advantage where it's kind of like the shoe he's the son finds hanging in the closet where it's like, oh, the shoe's real, but the leg's not, right? So um, that man plays a really interesting role for this family where it shows that mix of instability and stability. I I remember the shoe scene. I was like, I don't know what that is. Why is it on like a rope? <laughs> it's then, literally and to attach. Like, and then yeah, it's like a brace or well, something. Yeah, yeah I thought because he couldn't bend his knee. Yeah, he's getting into the car. So yeah. does he not have a leg? No, he has a leg. It's oh, like okay. it helps him you support. He like limps. He yeah. like limps. I saw him limp, and then I I thought that was I thought it's like what you were trying to say was he's trying to. He doesn't have a leg. Oh, no, I'm trying to say it's like it was like symbolism, right? I'll tell you one thing that grossed me out about that guy. The way he was licking that cigar Uh, to get it ready. His fat stogie. I mean, I know that's what you have to do with a stogie if you want to smoke it. But like, I don't know. There was too much. Mm -hmm. Too much. Yo, that poor kid. Like, don't feel for him. I know. Oh, my God. I mean, he's probably fucked. So (laughs) scarred. And this, this the way like the old man like interacts with him too mm-hmm. it's like he's he's not having an affair like or it's it's really so passive he makes it sound he like tells, he's protecting him yeah he tells mm-hmm. him this like kind of beautiful story mm-hmm. about flying with like the geese or whatever and then he goes and like basically it's fondles also, his mom in front of him it's mm-hmm. like horrible isn't it also a weird move for carrie mulligan to just be like Hey, we're going over to the guy that I'm banging's house. Yo, she's made a lot of inappropriate decisions. Like, yo, if you're gonna, if you're gonna cheat, like, maybe not have your kid involved. I think she used his him. They both do, like, as a buffer. Mm -hmm. But like, no, just say you have to stay late at work or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's it all is tied into that scene when 
at the end when he gives her the coat and she was like i want a woman's coat not a man's coat because i don't want to be a man's property right and she was like i made the wrong decision let's go i think he's there for that piece for her to hold her back mm-hmm. like to almost so she doesn't make this decision that she doesn't want to do uh, I which just is feel like it's a, so it's a weird, weird move. So weird. Oh, it's completely the, the boys wrong also. move. <laughs> yeah. It's not the right yeah. move, but you can see why she did it. Mm-hmm. I also uh, think too she wanted him to come to dinner to see like what a better life this man yes. lives, uh, and like yes. we could have this too. Absolutely. Like when she drives by his house, she keep yeah. Oh, that's and true she, like, too. Leaves. She like literally drives by mm-hmm. and like she has a comment like right. that too. That's yeah. actually a good point. There's yeah. like a lot of moves the mom makes like that. The boy also is witness to every significant thing witness to his dad getting fired witness to his dad setting fire witness to his mom cheating like he's yeah. there for every the book thing. is probably just based off his perspective oh, yeah it it's probably just point, perspective. he also um witnesses his dad falling as like finds him on the street in a car sleeping yeah. um his mom says to him um i wish i was dead um <laughs> Like, pretty much says, like, I have no meaning for life. After she tells him the story about being a shoot beauty. Mm-hmm. And um, then, pretty much, his dad forces him to tell him about the affair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like that part's This kid rough. is just done, yeah. Yeah. seen and done too much in a short period of time. Um, they make him an adult. Yeah, yeah. but then it, it all ends up good. <laughs> I mean... I guess so. <laughs> better. No, it got, Definitely yeah. better. Yeah, better. I would say better. But they're all, like... They're all on a better path. Mm-hmm. They're not together because that is obviously destructive. But uh-huh. like, like what is she doing? She's in teaching. the city or sh- where she's is she? In she's in Portland. Portland, Portland. Mm-hmm. Teaching. teaching. And then he's being like a good father to he's Joe. At I home guess, and he's a salesman like, at like a hardware store. Yeah. It's interesting because the, his whole thing was finding purpose for himself i think he has like the definition of what they call like the white man's burden right that the white man has so much privilege that they need to perform Mm. and he feels like he's not doing that and he's not finding that purpose and he's burdened by it right where it seems like at the end of the day his purpose was just being a dad and like he didn't know that until he was forced to play that card he just had to be the hot dad he had to be hot dad he was good at being hot dad yeah the um, are real. <laughs> it's cool and then and mom gets to do her own thing and like figure it out dilfs are people too <laughs> they are people <laughs> yo i love him as dilf yeah. <laughs> um a few years ago when i used to live in westchester we had this hot guy this family that lived across the street and we, we always called the dad dilf <laughs> To the mm. point where we were like, never knew his name. We'd be like, oh, Dilf just got home. <laughs> 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 car on the driveway. Oh, I love oh my that. God, so Dilfs funny. are people too. They yeah, are. They are. <laughs> they are. They need the respect. <laughs> I mean, clearly we wait for them to get home. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's not the same without them. No. Mm-hmm. The world needs Dilfs. <laughs> yeah, he was great. He was like cleaning up his son's plate. He asked him to watch the game with him, but respect I mean, he that literally, he wanted to hang out with his girl. He literally fought fires. Like, what else? Mm-hmm. more do you need well, from the, a deal uh, he's also set someone's porch on fire <laughs> That's true. yeah the one scene that was kind of cool i didn't understand it but like mm-hmm. i get it for like movie purposes like when she drives him to the edge of the fire mm-hmm. and uh, has him get out uh get joe the child out of the car to see it and she's like do you like that that's what your father left us for mm-hmm. uh, but that scene's kind of cool the fire is definitely cgi but like looks good. super good. real yeah. like crazy real i like that scene though i would have yeah. been so bummed as a son to drive past my dad and not 
look for not them. L- like have the mom not let me get out and like yeah. see oh, him. I know. Well, that was really heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, it was, and that was also I think part of the move too, mm-hmm. right? Was but like she wants to play him against his yeah. dad. Exactly. Yeah. Say like he left you to do this. Exactly. She's a little destructive. Oh, she's completely. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> They're both like, very destructive. Yeah. I think that story about like the man with the bum leg. His story <laughs> about the airplane was what that was representative of the dad and the mom right that like at the end of the day he risked his life to turn off his plane and have it plummet mm-hmm. for just a thrill without thinking about the responsibilities at home mm-hmm. and people who love him mm-hmm. is exactly what his dad that's did that's why he like says to joe he's like do you know what i'm talking about right and it's like joe's like no, no i'm watching like, you I'm like make out with my mom <laughs> but like that is his dad yeah, right yeah. his dad chose his ego over the family and so is the mom um yeah yeah this movie's sad though overall it is yeah it has a sad vibe i like the way it looks though yeah like colors i love that setting like 1960s dope putting in montana is strange yeah but like it works i guess for the fires Mm -hmm. um and the colors that he was going for i think yeah Yeah. the scenery is so beautiful yeah it, it really is um also, yo, I like the ending. I love the yeah, ending. Yeah, the ending. The oh, ending's good. I love the ending. The portrait yeah. studio, Me I mean. Me too. Yeah. Because yeah. um, it like, shows that like he's building a life for himself, too, on his own. That, and it also, like, they foreshadow it. You know when he goes to the portrait studio and the guy's like, yeah, people come here to showcase a moment in their life that they're f- happy with. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Joe's finally fucking happy because, yeah. like... His parents don't hate each other and they're mm-hmm. both like happy in their own way and they're all together. So it's like he wants to take a picture and showcase yeah. that. It's like kind of nice, even though they all look kind of miserable in it, except mm-hmm. Joe. Yeah. But and it's also the color, uh, the cover of the movie, I think. Covers without Joe. In yeah. It. Oh, without with Joe. Like smoke in the center. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, this movie's dope. Oh, yeah. I loved it. Me too. And Carrie Mulligan. She's amazing. It in it. She shines. Yeah, mm-hmm. she shines for sure. But this like shows like yeah, she could she could lead a movie. Yes. Yeah. She could be a lead actress and like carry a movie mm-hmm. and do it really well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she's done that. She's a lead in education. Oh it's yeah, like, true. There true. is like a a co lead pretty yeah, much. Yeah, like the supports are like very close to her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think she's in. So her true number one is Mudbound. I think she's pretty high in that movie mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for if you look down her filmography, she's pretty high in a lot of the movies that mm, she's yeah. in. Hopefully, twenty twenty is the year of Carrie Mulligan. Hopefully, this, uh, this these comments about people not watching <laughs> movies <laughs> doesn't kill her. There is a movie coming oh, out in sure. April that she's in. Then I can't remember what it's called right now. Oh shit! Um, but she is. Carrie. I watched the preview for it today. Hmm. Um, I'll look it up really quick. Oh, yeah, she's in a couple, it looks like. The Dig? Or a Promising Young Women? Promising woman? Young Women. Yeah. Mm. Um, the preview is a little interesting. Not exactly something I think I would like to see, but... Oh, she's a lead in it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the lead. Oh, yeah. Bo Burnham, Alison Ooh, Brie. Yes. I love oh Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, this movie hot. looks great. Yo. Oh, hot. Christopher Mintz Plass. Oh, sorry, I... Was it you called again? Went jumped right over <laughs> McLovin. Um, <laughs> Produced by Marco oh, Robbie. I've seen this preview. Yeah. For this very movie. Colorful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I saw, I remember seeing 
those two people in it. Hell yeah. Love that. Coming out in April. I guess we got to yeah. see it. Yeah, got to see it for Carrie. I also need to make a correction that I was correct, though. I need to clarify that I was correct. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is a film friend. Uh, yeah. Episode 67. I think we did Boom. Nightcrawler and... Yes. Bubble Boy? Yes. Yeah, we did do oh, Bubble yeah. Boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we love so Bubble good. Boy. Yeah, we loved bu- Bubble Boy. <laughs> so sorry, much sorry, that you Kate. remembered it. Sorry. Yeah. We've, this is episode 116. I can't it remember is. them all. Um, Can we go back to one thing about the movie? Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. Like yeah, absolutely. Um, something that the mom said rep- re- quite repeatedly that I thought was just so hurtful, besides, like, a lot of her actions, is that she would just say to Joe... Like, you have no idea. Like, you've never done anything. Uh, or, like, mm-hmm. the dad, like, asked him a question once. And she was like, don't even bother asking. Like, yeah. he, he hasn't lived. And mm-hmm. just so hurtful to someone to say to someone who's so young and, mm-hmm. like, trying their best. And, like, you're so fucked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, like, you feel like you haven't lived. So you say that about yeah. him. That's exactly. She's, yes. like, projecting, projecting it onto him. Well, and it's also a self-centered comment, too, mm-hmm. right? Like, this kid's witnessing all of the moments that you're experiencing. Yeah. And you're his whole world, right? He's learning everything from mom and dad. Mm-hmm. And everything he's learning is highly traumatic. Mm-hmm. So he's actually experienced a lot mm-hmm. for someone his age. That's yeah. why we love Joe, though, because he also doesn't talk back to her. Or, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't no. come at them he's just like quiet and just takes it in and such like he's such a good boy he's such a good boy he's such a good yeah boy. that actor too i think his name's ed oxen something you mean baby dak shepherd baby dak shepherd oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he he's probably gonna be a pretty good act like he's yeah. good in the visit he's a little goofy in the visit mm-hmm. but that's like his character yeah. but in this movie he's like really really good in mm-hmm. like if he takes more of it he's like a paul dano type that's what i was thinking to get in with a movie with paul dano jake gyllenhaal and carrie moley and like those are also connections you have to other movies as well yeah i mean i wonder what it was like on set it was probably a great time yeah (laughs) yeah shepherd he looks exactly he looks exactly like him well not 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 really he looks exactly like the first one you did here we go Exactly. You know, the first one was the best one that for Dak Shepard. But all right, um, besides the point. But no, yeah. that was Dak Shepard. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was this, it. I thought, it's the nose and like the soft Yeah, I thought jaw. you showed me a picture no. of him. This um, is Dak oh. Shepard. That is yeah. so funny. <laughs> I thought it was him like <laughs> and today. This is the boy. Uh, well, now I don't really see it that much. Yeah. I'm moving. Yeah, maybe he looks we'll, uh, just like it. It's the it. hair, too. We'll it is. It is yeah. Well, he looks so much like him. We'll, we'll, put, a, mm-hmm. we'll put a comparison oh, yeah. on Instagram for yeah. the listeners. Um, but, uh, yeah, so this movie gets a film friend's stamp of approval. Oh, absolutely. For sure? Okay, cool. A lot of people in it that we love, um, and it's a dope movie. Um, let's give our reviews of it. Any way you want. I'm going to do the thumb version because I like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'll do three thumbs. I'll do um, Ew, so one thumb, one full thumb up and one half thumb up. Okay. <laughs> no, no thumbs to the side? No, both up. Okay. Yeah. 
just one chopped is off. Is to the side bit. better? To the side? Well, no. Okay. Definitely okay. not. Well, yo, a half thumb up and a full thumb to the side might be equal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still hold half thumb up. Okay. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it seven out of seven Ds. Oh, oh I love <laughs> I'm just going to say I stand for Joe. Oh, okay. That's do you fuck for him? No. That, I mean, Whoa. maybe. I do. In four years. Yeah. <laughs> He's See, there right uh, okay. yeah. See, there you go. Good call. Good call. You stand for him. Uh, this movie's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Like Stan, S-T-A-N? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Or I don't know. You stood for him. <laughs> <laughs> like a standing ovation. Yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. I stand and applaud for Joe. Um, cool. So overall, Carrie Mulligan, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I just can't wait to see more. I guess. Yeah, same. Or I w- one I want to watch in education. Same. Um, oh yeah. And yeah. Drive. I need to see Drive. Yeah. Yes. Um, so but yeah, and looking forward to Pretty Young Woman. Hmm. Women. <laughs> Uh, promising young women promising young women um but yeah thanks for bringing her yeah. to our attention i guess because like yeah. she's not really on my radar i don't think on your radar at all no i literally had only seen pride and prejudice yeah. um so thank you yeah anytime <laughs> is it getting hot it's getting hot oh three on the hot seat is that cool <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> No one said no, I don't think. Yeah, no one's ever said. I prefer it that way. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, why don't we ask a, a previous guest while we'll I think of We'll do one at the top and then one at the bottom. Yeah. 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 Sure. So these questions are written from previous guests. Please feel free to pick one. Mm. <gasps> This one says, do you think Matt should be a little nicer? <laughs> I do. Yeah. I feel like this one gets picked every... I think they all say no, that. No, I think it's been picked Taylor once. Taylor Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. No, I thought you were fair this time. I feel like you... This you. time? <laughs> if you had the other episodes I listened to, you were a little bit mean. Yo. But, yeah. but I think that's your brand. Oh, yeah. And thank I, you. I respect that. I appreciate that. Don't change who you are. I think it might just be in general in life as well. I think that's what he's talking about. I think but so too. Mm. I think I'll take it. Just honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think you're. Tell it like yeah. It <laughs> honest and people take that as rude and mean, but you know, mm-hmm. um, I also do too. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But no. Well, yo, I feel like the people that I'm closest to, I'm allowed to be brutally yeah. honest. Mm-hmm. I get it. Like yeah. if Jordan was wearing something, and I would be like, "Yo, what's up with that shirt?" Yeah. <laughs> I mean, literally on uh, last week's episode, you called me out for wearing a hat. <laughs> yep. I, I didn't made. call you. I just call, I just said I haven't seen you. I haven't seen your head uh, yeah. in weeks without yeah. the hat on. Yeah, there you go. I haven't seen you without that hat on in weeks. What you said. And I want to for the listeners. I'm not wearing the hat right now. Yo, he's not. It was a, probably a conscious decision. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. No, I didn't wear it today. Yeah, you look like you have hat head. It looks like you were <laughs> wearing it. My head this is his head. It's his look. Okay. So I have a question. So I know you are a brunette. Yes. But <laughs> Carrie Mulligan was a blonde in one movie and a brunette in the other. I'm gonna. It's a two oh. part. Which one did you like her better? Or which one would you rather be? Um. For her, I think I like the brunette better because it was like almost a yeah. lighter, mm-hmm. lighter shade. Um, and for myself, I'm, I like 
like having dark hair. Mm-hmm. I could not imagine myself with blonde hair. But I do love redheads. Mm. Like mm. really dark. Mm-hmm. Like a strawberry. Yeah. Dark red. So were you into yeah. Isla Fisher and The Great Gatsby? I feel like that's she very red. red. Yeah. That's too red. Oh, too I'm red? Orange. Uh, orange, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is Carrie Mulligan, because I, I looked her up and there was a picture of her blonde. Is she blonde? Like naturally? I think she's like almost in between. Uh, yo, Hollywood, you, know. you never know. That's really. true. <laughs> that is true. You never know. Well, her eyebrows <laughs> are quite light. Oh, mm-hmm. I guess you, it's can a good tell. Tell. you could tell mm-hmm. by the eyebrow. True. <laughs> mm-hmm. I never look at anyone's eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> I just look like at every. I just at. Lo- literally just looked at everyone's <laughs> eyebrows. I yeah, I have a thing for eyebrows. Oh. Like okay. um, last night I was watching the Sixers game, and yeah. they all definitely they're all managed uh, their eyebrows. Yeah, Al Horford really? yeah. absolutely so. yes, does. They do. well, he has such beautiful style. eyes. Yeah, I think Al Horford wears makeup like for games, like <laughs> straight up. He's yeah. too pretty. They definitely have manicured eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Oh, sure. Ben for sure. Yeah. yeah, and also his are very set, very far apart. Mm. So Ooh. it totally tips you off well, that something's going on over there. You, know, you also <laughs> saw. The brow, if you were yes. watching the uh, game, <laughs> Anthony Davis, who keeps it all he the way across. <laughs> but he does. He like tweezes them underneath. Yeah. He like manicures underneath. Yeah, but he doesn't. What a move! He doesn't do anything about the connection. Well, like, he, no, he's he like, tried to trademark it. Yeah, it's his that's brand. like his. It's his brand. Wait, yeah. what? The brow. Oh, I didn't know yeah. he. Um, he probably goes in and pencils. He accepted that. Like I, I didn't know he Dude, leaned into all. it. Oh, one hundred percent. Did you see um, a few years ago on Vine? I think it was when Vine was still a thing. For April Fool's Day, he like did oh, a joke that he shaved. I did his see that. Oh, yeah, people lost their shit. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know because it looked really yeah, real. Yeah, it did. He, yo, good he, for him. He puts on for his yeah. unibrow. Yo, I'm cool. over it though. Oh really? Shave it, dude. Yeah. I, li- I kind of like it. Oh, I hate There's it. something about it. I'm like, I'm into it. Yeah. Coming from the eyebrow expert. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> wow. Well, you earned it. <laughs> cool. Um, I don't have any hot seat. You don't questions. have any hot seat I don't like questions? to put people on the hot seat. That's yeah. so not true. I said I wanted it. I, I, I think I gave you a hot seat in the beginning. All right. I, I have a question. Leo or Jake Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal. Or Tobey Maguire still jake <laughs> oh, should, we, should we fmk that one uh yeah let's, let's fmk it for, oh for me you say it like do you want me to tell you who i fuck no. <laughs> i'll just say it fmk toby leo jake okay mm. kill toby yes mm-hmm. um mary i would marry or f either yeah, yeah. Mm. sure but you have, have to, to pick. pick one. I would probably marry Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. Perfect answer. Yeah. F Leo. Leo. Yeah. Short term. Leo fucks a lot. I feel like I his mean, girlfriend's like nineteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, well, yeah. She's yeah. a baby. Yeah. I mean, he was literally a part of the pussy posse. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. So true. <laughs> Yo. So totally. Uh, all right. I have another FMK. Yo, can I? <laughs> can I tell everyone I fuck for Toby though? Yeah. I sure. mean, you. Are you, you kill won't Leo? stop saying it. <laughs> okay. My bad. Right. Um, FMK. <laughs> we have Leo. We have you think Leo back Toby, in? <laughs> and we have David Blaine. Yes, the the pussy posse. Right. Yeah. David Blaine is probably kinky as hell. Uh, yeah, probably so. so you kinky. probably have to fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Then marry Leo. 
kill, kill Toby, Toby yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little Yo, too passive for my liking. Is oh, you've only seen him in movies. Um, <laughs> Wait, wait, what? Yo, he's in the pussy posse. Yo, I feel like yo, his character in every movie is like soft spoken. Yeah, but in real life, he's he fucks. (laughs) But yo, would Leo stay faithful? No, no. And you're okay with that? Okay, 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 fair enough. Fair enough. I'm working through our shit. Okay. (laughs) Seems like you're a Tom Buchanan kind of person. I um have one more question about that than I have my classic questions for our first okay. time guests. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. We haven't had those in a while. Yeah. Um, so my last question about film friend esque world is um would you rather ball with the new money or stay classy with the old money? I am really into Dave Ramsey right now. Oh, if you nice, guys are yeah. so I would definitely stay classy with the old money. I love it. Love it. Invest. We would invest. put that in mutual funds. <laughs> <laughs> Great answer. Love it. So, um, one of my questions is always, who's your favorite Muppet? Mm. Oh, answer right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um Kermit? Sure. Kermit's great. Yeah. Classic. He's classic. Do you like the Kermit memes? I love the Dark Vader ones. <laughs> oh, well, that's <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Um, and my other question is, how do you feel about Michael Shannon? Who's Michael Shannon? Yes. Jordan, you don't that. love when that happens. No, I love oh, when it happens. Fuck you. <laughs> He's only the sexiest man, I think. Really? This is uh Kate's kink. <laughs> Kate's kink. <laughs> Do you recognize him? No. I love Michael Shannon. Doesn't he look abusive? I think he's <laughs> the <laughs> best actor. He's, he's like always played mean. He Shape of Water. Yeah. Nocturnal I feel animals. like you love TV. Ru- he's Revolution. in uh, oh, Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. I have not seen Boardwalk mm. Empire. Um, you gotta, gotta get into uh, some Michael Shannon. I yeah. mean, he's a great actor. He's a, apparently a great dad. Has a dad of two daughters. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> Faithful man. Hmm. Really into the craft. Cool spot, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Love yeah. <laughs> Yo, check out Potter more. Was that the Potter, movie? Pottersville. We Pottersville. fuck for Pottersville. Yeah. We fuck yeah. for that movie. No one does, but we do. Right, yeah, he's uh, he's all right. And let's yeah. follow you up with dokey. one more previous guest question. And then you're officially off the hot seat. If you played the role of your film friend in a biopic of their life, what part of their life would you portray? Did we get this last week? No, but we have gotten it before. We need to take them out. You told me not to. Do you want me to pick another one? No, this one's fun. So if I were to play one of you? In one of your film friends. Oh, the film. Or your Carrie Mulligan. I mean, not the girl. (laughs) Carrie Mulligan. Um, Biopic of their life. Wait, what's the question? (laughs) If I played the role... So if you played Daisy, right? No, if she played... If I played Carrie Mulligan in a biopic of her life. What part of her life would you want to play? Uh, Like childhood? Uh, Uh, Oh, I see. Like in their life. Yeah. Maybe like her (laughs) marriage. Oh, yeah. The Mumford. Mumford. Going on tour with Mumford. (laughs) I know what it's like to date a tour, man. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. I got this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, you have you those two elderly children. Yes. <laughs> Evelyn and Wilfred. 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 <laughs> yes. Perfect. Nice. Well, thank you. Cool. Well, Throwing it back in. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. We need to throw that one up. Um, well, yeah, Kate, thanks for coming on. Yo, yes, thanks thank so you. much. Yeah, this was a fun one. Yeah. And we'll definitely reserve Saoirse Ronan part two for you. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Um, Yo, I feel like she's requested quite often, a lot. Yeah. yeah, she is. She is. Well, maybe you'll have to fight. And you're now the expert, uh, eyebrow expert, so mm-hmm. congratulations. We need, if we ever need to know anything we on an episode, we'll call probably call you. you up. Yeah, yeah, lifeline. Yeah, yeah. Yes. friend. The phone exactly. a friend, yeah. Cool. Um, and for the listeners, thank you for listening as always. Check us out on Spotify. Hit us up with a review. See us on Letterboxd. Yo, do we tell people to subscribe enough? Subscribe. Yeah, I don't think we do. We subscribe. probably should do it in the beginning of <laughs> yeah. the episode. But Does that do it. anything for us? No, not at all. Well, it gives us a download, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> Especially if you're in uh, Crowley, Texas. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, see you. Bye. Michael Shannon. <laughs>